For the moment that you've all been waiting for, from the land of the rising sun to just north of the border, strong style meets street style right here on this podcast, because you're listening to the Osaka Saint, the Saitama Superstar, the Mad Titan of Tokyo, the American Kaiju. Double your pleasure, double your fun, because right now you get two Hogsmen for the price of one. He's the hombre with no nombre. Mi hermano from another mamo. He's the world's greatest Rudo. El numero uno. That's right. You're listening to two of the three Hogsmen. Big Duke, he couldn't make it this episode. He's going to be here next week. But it is Tuesday night, October 6th. You are listening to the American Kaiju, Devin Sparks, and El Numero Uno, Mike Camden. We are the Hogsmen. Ooh. Devin Sparks, I haven't seen you in uh, over a full week. It's been over a week. Missed you last week. How you been? Thanks, What's buddy. new? Missed you too. Uh, things are good. Uh, just getting some dental work done. It's feeling good. I almost had a screw put in my mouth today. Sweet. That's going to happen later on down the line. Not today. I told him, get your fucking tools out of my mouth. <laughs> I don't want to get cut up today. This is not happening. I had a... You know what? Uh, if you're a dentist or friends with a dentist or know a dentist, fuck you. <laughs> because dentists can kiss my ass. Dentists probably took a house from me. I probably could have had a down payment from a house. Um, the last five years, I have had no dental issues that were my issue. Mm-hmm. Like, not... It wasn't like, oh, hey, Devin, your teeth are shit. It was like, oh... We had a root canal that splintered your tooth. Sorry, it or failed. Bad. Yeah, we. Yeah, I know it was shitty. You paid, you know, five hundred dollars for the root canal, and you paid fifteen hundred dollars for the crown. But uh, your tooth split in two, and now we need to pull it out. So that was one. That was the one that they were. I was being seen for. They were going to put a screw in today, so they could put a fake tooth there. Uh, the tooth behind that. Same thing. Same fucking thing another tooth i already had a root canal oh wow whoa it looks like uh, the integrity of your tooth is uh in jeopardy here there's a crack down the middle of it what the fuck excuse me sangria so <laughs> i am uh i'm not happy um that tooth i like put the crown back on don't fuck with it i will fix the other one we'll put a fake tooth in front of it first before you ever 
contemplate pulling this bitch out. So anyway, if you're a dentist or are dating a dentist, married to a dentist, know a dentist, have seen a dentist in your life, fuck you. I feel your pain. I was in the dentist chair way too much this year. Uh, more visits to the dentist than I think I've ever had in my life in one, in only a handful of, of months. Ended in a root canal. Oh, sweet. And then uh, I had so many visits to the dentist because I don't know what they were doing, man. I think they were shafting me. I think they all are. That's why I said, fuck you yeah. if you know a dentist. And, and what are you supposed to say? Like, you, this isn't you have no control like I, I don't know are you lying to me are you like I don't know how this oh, it's works the same with like a like like someone who's working on your car oh yeah. man the uh, the drive shaft looks like it really uh, you know it, it was rubbing up against the flux capacitor and we're having a real issue there You're yeah like, and then it, it, got, it got to the point where so I had a root canal right yep and then a few weeks later I had to go to my regular dentist to get it like capped or whatever right and the dentist goes by the way you've uh, your insurance is like is, is, is up for the fucking year oh like, dope yeah, and I was like, "Oh, sweet!" So he's like, "You, what I can do is I can just like get a temporary on this, and, <laughs> and then, and then next year, in January, February, whatever, when it like reups, uh, you can come back, and then we'll get it done." Dude, fuck. And I'm that. just like, "Dude, fine, whatever, man." Because it's it's gonna cost me money, right? If 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 I get it done right now, so I have a temporary, and I have to wait till January, February to get it. If it holds that long, if Hopefully. it holds that long. So Hopefully. So the so yesterday I had work done too, not just today. Yesterday. So yes, and I planned them back to back. I'm like, I'm gonna be in a lot of pain either way. Just knock it all out at the same time. Like, mm-hmm. let's get as fast as we can. So uh, I have two crowns at the top, top right side, that uh, apparently broke. One of them broke, and the other one splintered. And they were like, we need to replace those. So that's another couple grand that they're like, we got to take that out. And they're like, oh, come in the office. We have like a technology. We'll do it right here in the office. We'll make your crowns. I get there, they go, oh, your teeth are too close together. <laughs> I'm like, excuse me. Um, when people come into your office, do they do they frequent? Are they just all big gap te- people? Because I've never seen someone where their molars weren't close together. Yeah. Um, so they're like, we're gonna give you some, you know, fake little temporary ones, and we'll get you the real ones in a couple weeks. By the way, they didn't put any grooves in it or anything. It's just flat, shitty teeth, like flat teeth. They didn't they didn't try to fake it out. So it's like, oh, it's like gives you the, you know, semblance of chewing. No, it's just flat, shitty teeth now. And I couldn't even floss the other day because they were so close together. So. Fuck them. Fuck all, Dennis. You're all full of shit. Isaac Yankum, DDS. I hope you burn in hell. Yeah, nothing better than getting mouth fucked. That's right. While you're sitting in a chair all numbed up. Holy shit. Uh, yeah, that's it. The the uh, numbing stuff they put in my mouth yesterday, uh, the Novocaine, wore off. Oh. While they're doing I'm like, holy shit, is this supposed to hurt? He's like, no, it's not supposed to hurt. <laughs> We're almost done. Oh, <laughs> thanks, motherfucker. <laughs> Just hammer through it. <laughs> yeah, you're good. You're good. Okay. I only got five minutes left. <laughs> yeah. Can oh, you man. Can you make it? I mean, I can. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, good news, boys. Good news. Uh, I, I took another COVID test. Ooh. Right? Had to do, we have to do COVID tests for a level up pro wrestling school. Oh, right. And I passed. Flying colors. Nice. Flying nice. Colors. You got an A. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, so I had to do it. Sa- I did it Saturday. I set up my appointment for Did you Saturday. go wrestle there recently? Did you go train? No, but I, well, I've been there, like, okay. helping out with the kids, like, okay. from the sidelines, basically, okay. like, you know, because I'm all hurt and stuff. Um, but, you know, since I'm going there to help out, uh, I, I had to take it. That's the thing. You have to take a, at least, like, once once a month, you have right. to get a test done, which, understandable, you got to be safe. But anyway, so uh, I had to go do it. They So, right down the street, they had a testing site. It was at USD. Nice. Turns out they closed that one down. So I had to drive all the way down to National City. There was nothing closer. Everything else is like Julian, Ramona, 
Santee, Escondido, which is all like... Is this same day stuff? Um, no, you, you set up the appointment for like, you know, this day at that time and all that kind of stuff. By the way, that was uh, Pub Beer from uh, Tam Barrel, Cheap Fun Beer. What's up? What's up? And uh, anyway, so whenever you get that email, though, for the results, it's like, it's still kind of sketch. Oh, yeah. Because you're like, maybe I'm asymptomatic and I don't fucking know it. And so anyways, whenever you open up that email, you get that like, it's like it's like an STD uh, <laughs> test, you know, because you're just like, you're like, oh, I hope this is like, you know, I, f- I hope this turns out well. But anyways... Came out negative, guys. Good. Came out negative. Good. That makes so. me that you know I'm positive that I'm happy about that. Cause that shit's everywhere. Oh yeah, it's everywhere. It's uh, it's in our commander in chief. It's in the White House. It's all over the White House. Yeah. It's in the White House. It's in the Mrs. White House. <laughs> it's in the Mr. White House. I was talking to my neighbors today, and they're like, "How is he still going hard about how COVID is like nothing?" I'm like, "Well, that what's he gonna do? Give in?" That look, that's, that shows weakness, right? Dude, and this I'll, is this is not a guy that shows weakness. Far, he's an egomaniac. I'll tell you what shows weakness: standing up there, <laughs> breathing hard. I'm fine. You're blown up, kid. I'm fine. I know. I need a rest spot. Melania shows up and just throws him in a headlock. Just sit here for. Just sit here and listen to me, kid. <laughs> You're gonna be all right. But yeah, man. If, they, if there was ever a worse time for that guy to to uh, oh my god to catch COVID, it's right now during all the. You well, know, what's great? We're, we're leading up to the election. Well, what's great is you know I'm into all the conspiracy theories. Uh huh. Okay, so I love it. I love the conspiracy theories. Um, so he got tested, right? And or and it was positive, and then was like, eh, fuck it. <laughs> Just kept doing stuff. <laughs> he went to like donors with like million. Like he he did some event where there was two hundred thousand dollars was like the buy-in to like sit at the table and eat with him and kiss him apparently or let him spit in your mouth. Well, there's <laughs> a like, there's a theory that he had it at the debate. <clears throat> oh, because he did. they showed up super late to the debate. Oh yeah, and they went on the honor system where they didn't test them first because there wasn't enough time. But they were supposed to test them. They were them. supposed to. They should have right. just been like, well, we'll delay the debate because he showed up late and we'll test and them. And the whole Trump family sat in there without masks and no one yep. said shit. Yeah, man. This is this is showing up at a, at a really bad time in his life. But this is also a guy that survived a statement grabbing by the pussy. That's right. And beat a female, pre- you know, candidate so this guy i mean if there's ever a a, a, a a more suitable name for teflon don it could be donald trump because this guy can he, he'll beat bro anything. it's so annoying like I, I know adam by the way that's not producer adam thanks for helping out with the show adam uh comes here occasionally and records us <laughs> about once a week you can follow adam on twitter what's your uh, handle adam adam jnpa you can follow me at at devin sparks at, and mike camden at mike underscore no at mike camden underscore 82 right no. No, fuck uh, me. At Mike Camden 82 On Twitter, it's at Mike Camden 82 On Instagram, it's at Mike underscore Camden. Oh, this fucking guy. Yeah. Well, you couldn't get Mike... You couldn't get <laughs> at Mike Camden underscore 82? I don't know. Maybe. Why don't I you switch try. that up? It's kind of annoying. Mm. You can Anyways, find me on Instagram, at American Kaiju. That's all we got. Go. You sidetracked yourself. What, where are we going again with this? The whole point was... Your conspiracy theories, right? Yeah, conspiracy theories. But the whole point of this was uh, the Trumps showed up. He didn't get tested. The family didn't wear their masks. Um, so I've seen shit. They're like, "Oh, dude, he was trying to get Biden sick. Oh, mm. he was trying to get Biden sick." Because, dude, if there's if there's a Teflon Don, there sure as shit is not a. I don't know. I don't know a healthy Joe. Like, <laughs> like that guy does not look healthy. He tried. He tried often. That's what they're saying. Biden. That's what people are like. Oh, they're trying to often. And then I saw something uh, on some girl's timeline on Twitter where she's like, 
and this was funny as hell to me. She's like, look at this guy. This guy shows up. And she's, like, recording the TV as she talks. Who is this? And he's, like, wiping down Trump's podium and, like, his, his microphone. Uh-huh. She's like, oh, that's where he puts his hands. That's where he puts his hands when he talks. Everyone knows that. That's where he puts his hands. So this chick's like, someone gave Don COVID. They tried to kill him there. <laughs> we have the footage. I'm like, holy fuck, man. But uh, but goes to the hospital. Right. Sorry. Precautionary. It was just a precautionary visit to the world's best hospital. Like, no big deal. Uh-huh. Um, we went to, In broad daylight. In broad Saturday. daylight. Saturday. Yeah. We just took a precautionary visit to the hospital in broad daylight. No big deal. I only did a couple sessions of oxygen. I'm feeling great. That's why I'm going to the hospital <laughs> to take experimental drugs. Like, dude, if there's, if there's anything that's fucking wild, it's that. And, and then in the hospital, uh, this is more... Actually, Adam brought this up to me today. There was more um, conspiracy theory stuff. Like, he had taken pictures doing work like oh don's at at work in the hospital like he loves the american people he's working for you brother he brother brothered you <laughs> and uh there's a picture of him like he looks so tired and worn out and he's sitting behind a desk and he's like you know filling out paperwork if you zoom in on the paperwork it's a blank piece of paper and he's writing his name with a sharpie <laughs> <laughs> just like what what and i was like that's got to be photoshopped and i looked everywhere and all the pictures even from the white house are just him signing his name on a blank piece of paper with a sharpie I, i'll give i mean i guess i'm not a i'm not a, we're living in north korea i'm not a trump <laughs> it's all staged. i'm not a trump supporter but the man is he's a showman like the guy ha- always has like a plan of like hey man this is how we're going to cover it up this is how what we're going to say it's for the he, he fuck the guy's a fucking showman. He's like, hey, we're gonna do this for show. Uh, yeah, I mean, you could say that again, but yeah, a lot of people are like, oh, we're we're fucking like this is just North Korea propaganda. Like yeah, this oh, is yeah. what this is what Kim Jong Un would do. Like, oh yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, Boris was like, Boris Johnson in uh, the UK. He's like, ah, oh, I got COVID. I'm going to the hospital. I'm fucking dying, guys. <laughs> and you're like, oh shit. <laughs> Coverage of his ass every day, and he came out, and everyone was all sympathetic towards him. He's like, yeah, I almost died. Fuck, it sucked. <laughs> And Trump comes out. He's like, "Don't, no big deal, no big deal. Just if if you see COVID, just stare it in the eyes and bark. <laughs> you have to stand, get as big as you can, put something on your shoulders, and yell and flail your arms. It's just like, don't show fear. Don't show fear. If you show fear, it'll smell the fear. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, other news, big news today. Eddie Van Halen passed away. Mm. Ten year fight with throat cancer. I guess I didn't even know that. I didn't know that either. But it makes sense. I mean, I think he puffed like a, like a chimney back when he was like in his younger years. That's, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, man, big fan of Van Halen too. Actually, uh, we are sitting in my new office area that my wife and her friend uh, did while I slept on my couch uh, downstairs on Saturday, and. Uh, when I came up here, I was like, oh, cool. Can I put up, like, a Van Halen poster? Oh, nice. And, uh, of course, my wife is like, no, you cannot. By the way, I have an idea. I was going to make a reference. I was like, oh, the room, like the, you know, like the hog cave instead of the bat cave or uh-huh, something like that. Uh-huh. Um, what about the hogs cast? Instead, what is of, it? instead of the Hogsman podcast, what about the hogs cast? Hogs cast? Yeah. If you want to try and get that over, go for it, man. As soon as it starts getting over, then I'll start you using You start hashtagging it. hogs cast. Listen, I know the people out there who follow the hogsman podcast at hogsman pod on twitter and instagram uh don't tweet it as much <laughs> or reply to us much or dm as much but you can start hashtagging hogscast i think that sounds good there you go it might work it might work it might you never know you never also know. um i don't know where you're listening to this right now i know you where you follow us online i don't know where you're listening to us but uh thanks for thanks for listening to us but subscribe and like 
you know, maybe leave a review. Devin is begging you guys. I'm begging you. Listen, I haven't seen a review come across this desk in a while. Also, I'm wearing a Steel Cage radio shirt right now. So yes. I don't know where you're listening to us, but you can find us on Google, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or uh, Steel Cage Radio. Yes, they whatever your us. whatever your guilty pleasure is. Thank you, but like, subscribe, leave a review. I'm very I'm very sensitive to this type of thing. <laughs> I gotta know. I, I need to feel the love. Also, uh, speaking of uh, legends that passed away, this happened. Don't say last, it. This happened last don't week. Don't say it. We can't say it. <sighs> you can't go ahead. Animal from yeah. Road Warriors passed away last week. Uh, did they say what the reason like? No, it's weird. I haven't heard a reason. I'm guessing it's some kind of heart condition. I just probably, you, you know, for me, it's fucking terrible. He was one of the guys, like, when you're a kid, like, you talk about larger than life, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, when I saw the Road Warriors. Yeah. Holy shit. You, I mean, there's very few guys like that. The Road Warriors, Sting, Hogan, Warrior, uh, maybe Undertaker. I don't know. But, I mean, the list, Vader. Yeah. But the list is short of the guys that you just look at and you're in awe of. Yeah. And they were uh they were something, man. When they when they hit the entrance, they were something, man. Actually, do you remember when they came back? What was it like in 2000 when they came out with Sunny? LOD 2000. LOD 2000. Yeah. LOD 2000. That was like, yeah. Do you remember when they came out like the the sh- the, the biker helmets, the the street bike helmets? Yeah, kind of. And then Hawk just took it off and chucked it. <laughs> into the crowd no I, what a lucky fan whoever caught that because <laughs> that thing was like custom like painted like it was you know they were cool looking helmets wait did he chuck it every show no he, it was like the Bret Hart so, glasses <laughs> so they wanted to like what revamp them right and yeah. uh, I don't know whose idea it was but so they put uh, street bike helmets on them and then their uh, their shoulder pads they had like graffiti right I remember on that and stuff like that and plus they had Sonny's fine ass with them back then Sonny wasn't dying oh my god she was so hot but I guess uh, Hawk and Animal weren't really down with the uh, the new gear and I mean it's very similar that I, you know but if it's not your idea and then uh. you're getting forced it you know I'm sure you know you just don't dig it but yeah Hawk just took it off and just chucked it in the crowd and it was like that's badass that's sick but um, maybe that's why I don't. They probably didn't have him wear the helmets for that long. Then if I, he's I, thrown I, it in the I ground. don't think I ever saw that helmet on him again because they were probably like, "Well, we're not going to pay however much money it is to." How do you feel about the angle they did with uh, with Hawk and hated they brought it. in draws? Hated and... it. Hated that was a it. weird one. Even at the time, like you know, I was pretty young at the time, but I'm like, this is this is odd. Yeah. This is not normal. There's something's not right about this. Like it doesn't feel. You know, when like now an angle happens, like that doesn't land with me at all. Yeah. Like if it didn't land with a kid, like. No, I remember uh, watching that, you know, back in the day, and it was just, it, it was cringy. It wasn't, yeah. you know, you're, you're, you're taking a real-life situation of alcoholism, and you're making a story out. It just, it was real cringy. Well, they did that with Scott Hall, too, right? Didn't oh, WCW for a time? Was it TNA or WCW? That I think it? it was WCW, and I think that was when Russo was there. So yeah, I think there's kind of a correlation between the sick. two. Sick. That was also a, a cringy, cringy, you know, it's just, eh, it's not, it's not good to take somebody's addiction like that and, and, and I think that's why that run of LOD 2000 didn't go very long because I think he had a lot of issues obviously because you know he passed away yeah not too long after that yeah that yeah. was that was weird that they went from LOD 2000 and then all of a sudden they had draws and then they had Heidenreich and it was just like what the f- that yeah. was that was that was uh that was years later I think I know but it's like what are you doing yeah like you that's insane. Like it's just it's just trying to use the name for nostalgia. I understand. And it's but, like, what are you doing with Animal and Heidenreich? Like that. Yeah, make, but it I think would they be were, like I think it was with Tatanka at one point too. 
in like uh, the mid 2000s i think i just remember like they would just stick him with these random people and you'd see him at these shows and you're like what's happening like do you I, i'm sorry to go off topic here but when i think about when tatanka came back and was like on smackdown and stuff um this is the same time period in my head at least do you remember when bob holly got like a world title push no it was only like a like maybe five months long or maybe even less he didn't like have a, the world title no, he, he had got a world a title against against Brock, right? Right, against Brock. Because it's because Brock almost broke his neck. Oh, that that's why. The, that was the storyline. Do you have you heard the hilarious story with Bob Holly? No, uh, Pritchard told in his podcast. I've never heard Bob Holly be funny about anything. Oh, so apparently uh, Pritchard or someone was talking to Bob Holly about him being the champion. He's like, "Well, we don't know what we'd do at you." With the title, he's like, I know what you'd do. I fucking beat everybody. <laughs> Some <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> that's awesome. That's funny. But, but I, rem- I remember seeing that, and at the time, Holly was a badass, you know? And I'm like, dude, fuck it. I believe it. Like, I believe Bob Holly is a... But he wasn't, like, you know, he wasn't the, uh, you know, race car Holly at the time. And he was, he like, he wasn't, you know, hardcore champion Holly. He was, like, kind of a badass for a minute. I'm, it's like one of those things where it's like, you know, Ziggler gets the title. You're like, oh, Ziggler's the champion. That's weird. There's all these other people that are, like, huge, and, like, Ziggler's not. And he his run lasts, like, two months. Or, yeah. uh, you know, Jinder Mahal, where it's a very short run. And you're like, huh, ah, that was kind of weird. But for me, it was like, Bob Holly's one of those guys that when they pushed him, I was like, ooh, all right. Like, I, I'm, I'm kind of interesting. Yeah. 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 And I think he, like, cut himself on that table, and that was the end of it. Oh, uh, that was yeah. That was a couple years later, and that was that was he was pretty much gone after that. I think he got addicted to painkillers too. I think you know a lot of all, those, all those guys from that era. They always something bad happens. Tale as old as time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we missed something else. What else? Uh, I wasn't here. I don't know if you guys talked about it last week. The Padres uh, were in the playoffs. They advanced in the playoffs. They're playing the Dodgers in the playoffs in Texas. Uh, no, we did not talk about that because they advanced after we recorded. Am I correct? That, that was so, yeah. Friday night. They, they that clinched. was fucking scary. They looked like they were not going to do their their shit. But here, here's the funny thing. Padres fan. I, I, I was born in Anaheim. Lived the first 10 years of my life in Anaheim. Moved to San Diego. So I had to transition from being an Angels fan that always, you know, their team was always shitty to the Padres fan where they actually were kind of hitting their stride when I came into town. That's when they started picking up, like, uh, Finley and Caminetti. Vaughn was there. Henderson came in. Anyway. Um, they were good for a couple years. I'm like, holy shit, this is what it's like to be a fan of a good team. This is awesome. And then they <laughs> sucked for the next 20 years. Um, but uh, Adam is a Yankees fan. Yep. I fucking hate the Yankees. Well, I did. I hated the Yankees up until like four years ago when Adam made me sympathetic towards them because they couldn't catch a break. They just couldn't. You know, it's been almost – it's been a decade, guys, and they haven't won a World Series. So – I was talking to him, and I'm like, it's crazy to me because me knowing Adam's – he's a Jets fan too, which Jesus Christ, holy shit. Like, <laughs> I feel for you, brother. <laughs> um, like watching the Yankees now, and I'm like, okay, like I want I want my friends to be happy too, right? Like mm-hmm. if the Padres don't make it, normally I would never fucking root for the Yankees, but I'm like, eh, like, you know, okay, hope they do well, right? Yeah. If, like I have no rooting interest in anyone else on the AL. I don't like the A's. I don't like the Astros or – uh, the the Tampa Bay Rays or the Yankees, but I'm like out of those teams, like good for the Yankees. Um, it's strange, and only in 2020 would I ever find myself rooting for the Yankees playing in the playoffs in Petco Park. Yep, that's fucking crazy. Because if someone told you, oh, the Yankees are gonna be here in October, you're like, oh shit, the Padres, Yankees are in the World Series. That's crazy. 
No, the Padres are in Texas. Yeah, Padres are playing, <laughs> playing the in Texas. Playing the Dodgers. And the Yankees are in San Diego playing the Tampa Bay Rays. Whatever. And Adam can't go see his team play. Man, I was so, I've been talking about this. So San Diego has, has, has over the past few years uh, with Petco has been trying to build up the downtown area, right? Yeah, they've done a good job. They've done a good job putting restaurants up around there and, and really kind of trying to build up that area for the, like nightlife and for around games. And now you have a team. This year you have a team that is the most exciting team probably to watch yep. in Major League Baseball. And no fans can go watch the games. That means no fans are going to any of these restaurants that are around the place because the restaurants can't really hold the capacity. It, it, it's There's so much money being lost out on. It's crazy. If you think of how packed those places are, like if you've ever been to a Padres game downtown and you try to go to like a bar or a restaurant near there, they are packed to the brim. Oceans of people. And all that revenue is lost this Gone. year. Gone. Gone. Yeah, and the rent is expensive. This season could have been the first season where Petco was selling out. Yeah, you know, yeah. like after the, after the Padres got hot and people were like, "Oh shit, we got a team here," they could have sold out Petco for the past what two months, you know, especially in September when you're in a playoff chase. Sorry, you know Devin. what's crazy is I I think you know if they would separate, I think honestly with what we know about COVID now and everything involved like if they could separate groups of people by two seats like wear your mask all right wear your mask separate it by two seats like i don't see any reason why they shouldn't be able to do it well at this point they've already they've pretty much confirmed that the like the safest place you can like gather in a group is outside yeah so theoretically if you made it so people weren't piled up next to each other you could have you know Whatever the stadium fills, right? Twenty five percent of that. I think well, uh, Peco was forty forty thousand. No, no. I think it's no. It's not. Oh yeah, it's like forty two. I think 42, it's 40, forty. Yeah, it's around that number. Um. So like, yeah, you take you know maybe even not even half of that, right? You no, take, do twenty thousand. Yeah, you can do half max. You could you could do you could skip a row. Skip just a row. Nobody sits. Nobody's near the dugout. Uh-uh. Nobody's near the the home plate. Just, but. Uh, you can still put people in the seats. I I don't understand at this point why we can't. Try yeah, it. and that's almost. I mean, kind of. You're starting to see wrestling shows come back. They're doing it in Arizona. I, I, yeah. Every wrestling show that I've seen online now, everyone's wearing their mask. And the, you know, beginning of this thing, I was like, "Fuck, man, I don't know about that. I don't want to be in a room around these people." But now it's like, I think that at this point, the science has kind of showed. Like, if you're a carrier and you're wearing a mask. First of all, if you're wearing a carrier and you're going to a wrestling show, fuck you. You're it, in, same with Dennis with me. But <laughs> um, but you know if like if you happen to be asymptomatic and you have it, but you're wearing a mask, you're still should be protecting people around you. Yeah. Right? Well, you're also seeing like with football, you can have a guy test positive on a team of 80 people and not- and no one else test positive, which happened this weekend. Was that with the Patriots? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Their quarterback, who is probably in contact with every single person on the team near anyway tested positive on friday and then the next couple of days no one tested positive you could say incubation period and all that but we are five days from there whatever and they still have not had any else anyone else test positive by the way it's tuesday um so primetime live is on that's correct that's uh you know something that we we can't really comment on unless we're looking at the last week's shows but um, there's a couple local san diego guys or not san diego my bad Uh, local local san diego ones local local socal people 
that uh, made it to AEW. So Ray Rosas is on there. I don't know if you guys talked about that. And then you got Watts no. on there now. Uh, yeah. Your, That's your fucking friend, awesome, uh, Your dude. friend Eric Watts. Yeah. Darth yeah. Watts. Darth Watts. Yeah, I love his shit. That's cool, man. That's a. Uh, I mean, I feel like Southern California right now. Yeah, and, and Dev, you might know this. You know, kind of. East, it goes East Coast, West Coast, back and forth, where the right. talent's coming out of. And right now, like the pendulum has swung back over to the West Coast. It seems like. Right. And a lot of West Coast talent is getting uh, opportunities, especially Southern California. To see, you know, it was awesome to see Ray Rosas uh, go and. Um, debut on AEW and then it looks like he brought his friend along Eric Watts yep and that is good news for anybody in Southern California because uh then there's one more opportunity you get because hey they go hey anybody else you know it's all about word of mouth right well it's very helpful also that their ta- head of talent relations yeah. is one of the most recognizable SoCal wrestlers. Which one is that? Christopher Daniels. Oh, really? Well, Christopher Daniels. Box. Christopher Daniels is the head of talent relations. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, shit. Good He's their you know JR from the mid-2000s, whatever. That's that's the guy that brings in talent. So you know what's crazy? I, think, a lot of SoCal I did a show for IWL. Uh, I remember that. I yeah, was at I, that show. And there was a battle royal. And um, I, I, was, I wasn't in it for very long. It was just a battle royal. You know what I mean? Or no, it was like a gauntlet. It was a gauntlet style. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I finished the show, and Christopher Daniels was there with his wife, and uh, I was like, oh, shit, that's weird. I've never seen, like, a major, you know, wrestler at a show before. This is a first for me. And they're like, oh, we live with him and his wife. And his wife's like, oh, I really I really liked what you did out there. I'm like, oh, okay, thanks. Like, that's really really nice. You're, like, really what, cool. What vision of, or what version of this is Sparks? Uh, I don't even remember. Okay. Do you remember, Adam? It was 2011. 12 something oh, like shit. that so probably it was it was after the bucks thing with the handshakes i remember that uh because i remember them making jokes about it the handshakes the handshakes. remember when they had the whole heat thing because they did the tri- oh yeah, tri- yeah. And, I, and booker I, t said they didn't shake their hands I think this or, is black tights with gold design fuck yeah sparks fuck yes yeah, anyway so you got put over by his wife. yeah and i was like i was like oh that's super cool like thank you and i was just like thinking i was like i was like oh she was just like being kind you know it was like a nice thing to say and like i think she probably read that on my face that like oh he's like kind of blowing off on him she's like no i really did like i really i was like oh fuck okay and then like for the rest of the day i felt like shit because i'm like oh god i like blew off his wife and she's like oh, really? really paying me a compliment like that's kind of fucked up <laughs> um but no yeah i then that makes sense because if he's been going to shows and he yeah. knows the talent around here and the bucks are from here and it's like it's almost like aew now is like PWG on to an extreme level to where like oh yeah we'll book the lo- book the local guys and some East Coast guys and it's like no you got Roses you got you got uh you got Watts you got Jungle Boy you got all these people coming up from you got Sky for fuck's sake mm-hmm. <clears throat> all these people coming up from SoCal it's like they're really killing it and Heather go ahead Heather, Heather yeah Heather oh Heather out. yeah Heather too another SoCal person I wouldn't be surprised surprised if Raises is on there soon. Yeah, uh, yeah, possibly. Because they've they kind of been cycling through some women's talent, and I wouldn't be surprised at all if it races on there very soon. That'd be interesting. I could see that. Yeah. I could definitely see that. I think so. Um, she was just on Primetime Live, I think, last week. Last week so. she took on... Uh, her name is now Chanel Cece. Okay. It, it used to be oh. Simone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think she she just recently changed the gimmick. But yeah, is it, I think it's Chanel CC. Well, congrats to some local or SoCal people. I guess there's a lot of them. But Ray's was on there. We saw her. We saw Danny Limelight went on there. He was he came up from uh, SoCal Pro. Uh, yes, he did. Um, Anthony Idol was on there. Also came up from SoCal Pro here in San Diego. 
who else who else was on there it was local we had jordan cruz a couple weeks ago we talked about that who said mike is the best wrestler in san diego he did say that he and did say that wow. he's not wrong he's not wrong he's not wrong in san diego wow does he know I wrestle in San Diego, too? Yes. Where I'm from, San Diego? Yes. He knows that. I've said that anyway. Absolutely. He even wrote it in the tweet, and I'm I'm saying this well knowing that Devin Sparks lives in San Diego. He too. said that. Yeah. It was in fi- it was in the fine print, but he, you had to really look for it, but yeah, he said it. He actually whited it, yeah. and so you had, to, you had to highlight it. You had to highlight it to see it. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah. But... Uh, that reminds me of... I don't... Dude, this is like taking me back... Uh, if you don't remember this, fuck you. You belong with all the dentists. But um, <laughs> MySpace, when people on their profile would like hide words and shit because they type it in white. I never had MySpace. So you never had MySpace? No. Holy shit. You're the king of Instagram. So I'm surprised you never had MySpace. I'm the king of Instagram? Oh, fuck yeah, dude. You're posting videos and shit left and right. I wish I had uh, more followers to back that up. Dom, help us out, brother. Uh, I know, huh? <laughs> Let's um, get him on next week. No, I mean, you got you to gotta work... I mean, social media is huge, right? Dude, like, I hate... I mean, I got to tell you. I mean, this is bad bad for me, but, like, I cannot stand social media. Especially since, like, everything has started in California. By the way, the California quarantine is way different than the rest of the countries, I found out. And oh, really? Yeah. But talking to some people. Way fucking different. Um, like, we are on lockdown for the most part, right? Like, our, like our gyms and our well, restaurants. Like, people are restauranting everywhere i like, found a lot of gyms aren't well, open there are some gyms that are but there are a lot of them that aren't still well my gym's open la fitness is open but you just have to wear a mask and that's i think that's the biggest thing gyms are open you just have to wear a mask still while you're working the whole out. time yeah, yeah which is fine planet yeah, fitness fine. is different is if you're on a machine you don't have to but when you're Where just walking around planet fitness i go to by oh, my house okay. it's if you're on a machine like the elliptical gym? yeah i've been a couple of times if you're on the elliptical you don't have to wear it, or if you're lifting something you don't have to wear them but okay. whenever you're moving around you have to have see it I'm thinking about I was talking with my wife I put my foot down did so you? I did I put it right on her foot ah. <laughs> I said listen I can't do this anymore I gotta get back to the gym this ain't gonna fucking work so I think I'm gonna start going probably tomorrow good good for you there's a there's a choose by my house which is fucking awful is it open? shout out to choose which sucks ass um, yeah it's open okay, cause choose is the ones that I've heard that aren't open Oh yeah, no, it's open. Um, no, I've I've heard like I mean Texas is like wide open. Yeah, my brother, uh, my brother's out there. I got buddies. I got buddies out in Arizona, and they're like, I see their Instagram all the time. They're at they're at parties. Yeah. They're at parties. At, they're at the bar. And everyone's drinking. Ah! I mean, like typical wasted group of people out at a bar there. And I'm like, yo, you might want to watch the fuck out. And people are, he's like, it's fine, it's fine, whatever. Mm. <laughs> all right, brother. Yeah, I, man. actually, he already had it though. So who the fuck knows? crazy dude but anyways yeah it's nice to see that you know uh, you know shows are opening back up uh speaking of shows we have we have a we have a couple shows at the end of the month we have a few uh this i think yeah it got an announced so level up pro wrestling uh will be holding a show on october 30th that's a friday it's called level up showcase backlot boogie it's going to be uh, behind the school where they've run a couple Canna Pro shows. And, uh, anyways, let's see. We're going to have uh, Adrian Quest there. Yep. 8-Bit Lit. That's Michael Hops and Juan Matatoli. Uh, B-Boy, Jesse James, Ruby Rays, Hunter Freeman. Where the fuck has that guy been? 
And uh, <laughs> where the fuck he got married? He, he just liked married. one of our posts. Like, hey, Hunter, you know, you can come back on the pod, you know. And then uh, it says, and others, and also that asshole, uh, the Ground Zero champion, Andy Brown, is going to be in the house. That's what it says on this Facebook uh, uh, invitation. Do we know thing. what the matches are for that show? Not yet. Huh, interesting. Not yet. wonder who Andy Brown is facing. Mike, you're waging war on Andy Brown. I'm always You went out to this lady today. I've I saw. You what? What did I do? I said you went out to this lady today. Oh, I didn't go after this lady. I went after, uh, you know, him. Fuck him. Who's this lady? Uh, Al- Alyssa Marino. Alyssa Marino. Her, she's have a different. I forget her different name. She was an. She's an announcer for Primetime Live. She's um. Oh shit! I okay. I heard Alyssa Milano, and I was no. like, "That's <laughs> a fu- he's dating Alyssa Milano." Holy <laughs> fuck! Good for him. But anyways, uh, so that is going to be Friday, October thirtieth, and then Saturday, October thirty first, Halloween night. Uh. There's also another show, right. Canna Pro Wrestling. Right. And uh, the Hogs will be in the house. Is there going to be a crowd there? I believe so. I and believe The place so. is going to be smoking. I know that. It's going to be what? Smoking. It's going to be smoking. Oh, maybe, yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah, dad joke. Did it. But anyway, so... <clears throat> um, We're going to put on a smoke show? Yeah. Put on a smoke show. Uh, We're going to have everyone feeling high? But anyways, I, I, I don't know too much about the details of that show. I do know it's going to be uh, in the same location. It's going to be behind Level Up Pro Wrestling. And oh, I is... thought it was going to be at the same place the Super Bowl show. What was the Super Bowl show? The one at uh, the business park, Mira Mesa, Miramar, whatever it was. Anyway, it's not. Okay, that's fine. The one no. where I wrestled in tennis shoes. I'm fairly sure it's going to be behind the the level up. Can I school. can I um, can I tell the people something behind sure. the scenes? A conversation we had. Sure. Can I our opponents who they were going to be and all that or no? I don't know about that. Okay, yet. so Mike and I had a chance to to wrestle some pretty big opponents um, on that show. Mike's got a fucked up leg. I don't know I if do. anyone knows this. Uh, fucked up his calf training <laughs> to the point where I was like, "Wait a minute, we almost treated to the cra- almost treated the crowd to a surprise." I had to make a special call to Duke. Yeah. Hey, Big Duke, this is an opportunity that's on the table. We need you. We need you, bro. Do you want to do this? Do you want to come back? Do we want to do the Hogsman, Sparks, Duke, and Camden? And then, you know, Camden's on the apron pounding. Good job, guys. (laughs) (laughs) But do you want to do that? He's like, brother, I just bought a house. I know. (laughs) I got to fix this house. I'm... So we almost saw the Hogsman in action versus some very big names, um, but the Hogsman would have been Sparks and Duke that show. Possibly, yeah, yeah. But uh, no, we're we're gonna we're still gonna be in action. We're still gonna take care of business. It's just, listen, I gotta protect Mikey here, and I pulled the plug on that match. I said, listen, Mike is not gonna be allowed to get in the ring with these guys. He's. I know that. I know that Jordan Cruz thinks he's the best wrestler in San Diego. Jordan Cruz is green. <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Stay down, brother," and he did. <laughs> so, it's. Uh, yeah, no, but it was. It was. I, was gonna, I just thought it was funny that we almost saw Duke on that. The show. return of Duke. Bitch. By the way, once your leg heals, Hollywood primetime live. I don't know, man. Maybe there's something there. Possibly. Get Big Duke back. They haven't, they haven't done a trios match yet. We're going down to Mexico. We're doing a trios match. Oh fuck! When? I don't know. I'll figure it out. All right. When's the crash running? I have no idea. We'll Is Mexico up and running? I think they just had a show. Uh, actually, I think in Tijuana. I, I don't know what the promotion was. I can't remember it. But Adam, get on they it. They did it in a drive-in, 
movie theater kind of thing. Oh, I saw that. I saw Viva yeah. Band was on it. That's uh, cool. And some other, I think like Mecha Wolf was on it and a few Very other. Very cool. Oh, what a big name. Mecha Wolf. I like it. Yeah. Uh, formerly known as, uh, also known as Mr. 450. Mr. 450. I By the know. way, can I say, this is, that is a, f- I love the name Mr. 450. Why? It just, it's, it's awesome. Like, what's your gimmick? I do 450s. What was, uh, am I making this up in my head or was, uh, was Rob Van Dam Mr. 420? I have no idea about that one. He was? That's good for him. That was, his, I think, one of his gimmicks in ECW. But okay. You know Obviously be, not WWE. You know what would be so awesome? If your name was Mr. 450, but you didn't do 450s. <laughs> you know, like, you're just like, I'm Mr. 450. Mr. Moonsault. What do you and do? I do fucking elbow drop. <laughs> <laughs> like, you always go up and act like you're going to do a 450, and then you just kind of, like, fall down and just give him a stomp on the face. Oh, did you sh- did I did you like a gif of that recently? What did I? What, uh, maybe I saw a gif in my timeline on Twitter where it was that exact same thing, and it was uh, I think it was maybe Adam Cole at a PWG show. I yeah, can't. he did that all the time. Ah, uh, okay. He would look like he'd go to the top rope. He and, did the four fifty thing. He climbed to the top and then turn around, drop and just down, did a, and do a yeah, headlock. Was, no, he did a stomp. On, well, the, oh, well, he would do, he, would, he would do headlocks too. Did a stomp on their face. Um, oh, I saw I saw. Uh, uh, Ricky Mandel doing some shows recently up in up in Vegas. I think it was the versus uh, versus out yeah. in Vegas is, is running shows. Yeah, man, good um, for Ricky. I like watching his stuff. He hit me up. <laughs> dude, I'll bring this up. This is funny. Uh, so I don't know. We haven't had like a car a car uh, ride story in a while. Obviously, Not a long time. My so friend. this is this is like a car ride type story. So we're letting you in behind the scenes. Um, so <laughs> it's probably. Oh, man, I'm trying to think if this will get me heat or not. I don't think it should. There's, you know, card subject to change, basically, right? Uh-huh. Right. Any anytime you go to a show, card subject to change. Uh, if there's gonna be a uh, a seminar, sometimes that that star doesn't make it there until late. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's gonna be someone behind the scenes, you know, it's, oh, this big name's gonna be here. They they're not gonna show up. We were at a show, and uh, we were told, hey, um, this, this is a show where the boys are kind of separate from uh, the office. And um, like very separate, mm-hmm. and uh, you know communication between them during the show isn't necessarily easy. Uh, so we were told before the show, hey, you know uh, we're gonna have, <clears throat> you know just so you know, be on your best, you know behavior in your matches. We're gonna have William Regal here doing some scouting. Holy fuck, William Regal, that's sick. Yeah, like dude, like all right, I'm in. Let's go. You find out, you get the booking. You get the booking. Like you know, they hit you up. You're good for this date. Fuck yeah, I'm good for that date. Especially now that I know who's gonna be there, right? <clears throat> Ricky and I are there, and we hear them. You know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we hear that he's supposed to be there still. And uh, it was a long day. Some of these shows are long days, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> We're walking around. Hey. uh... Ricky's planning his match. I'm doing mine. We're training, or training, working out and shit. Hey, did you, uh, did you see Regal by chance? No, man. No. Uh, did you see Regal? No, I didn't see Regal. I was pretty, pretty sure I was told he was gonna be here at like, <laughs> like noon. No, I didn't see him. Oh, okay, cool, cool. You know, kind of like do a little walk by the office, like try to peek in, a little peek ski. Is uh, is Regal here? Oh, you clo- doors closed. Okay, keep walking. Is there, is, is there a man's man? <laughs> so we're like walking all over the venue, like, all right, man. At, at some point, you know, the show has started, and we're like, where the fuck is Regal? <laughs> 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 and I'm just kidding. Like, all right, we're t- like, 
this place is somewhat secretive. Like, let, we could find him. Where is he? We're, like, checking every nook and cranny in this building, and we're, like, peeking He's our head in. He's obviously hiding in this closet. It, we, we would open a door, and someone's like, oh, hey, uh, you know, office only for this. We're like, oh, is, uh, is Regal in here? No. <laughs> Close the door locker. Hey, is Regal here? No. But he hit me up. Um... <laughs> he hit me up the other day and said that he uh, I think it was pro- he was probably at that that show or the Versus show at the time and texted me he's like we need to do uh, a reality TV show <laughs> like we're, we're, we're just a YouTube show where we film our, every show that we're on together where we're looking for William Regal <laughs> <laughs> and it was just man it, it, it brought because I totally forgot about it it brought up I'm like holy shit that was one of those days because man, promoters promise the world. Do they yeah. not? I mean, promoters will tell you this guy's coming on, or we got this guy here. I and mean, there's been a couple times where I've wrestled on a show, the promoter didn't say shit, and like I think I've told you before, like a legitimate WWE scout was there, and I'm like, holy shit, what is he doing here? Like that's fucking crazy. Um, but then there's a, there's more often than not, you get the you know kind of the speech ahead of time, and then it does doesn't materialize for yeah. whatever reason. So it, it, in those times that the scouts were there, Devin wishes he knew. Because he would have done his goddamn suicide dive. I would have done my suicide dive. The that one that match. I made famous in Japan. Everyone knows that suicide dive. Goddamn. I call, actually call it a suicide jive. That's how good that it is. is. Yeah, because everyone's feeling it. <laughs> <laughs> not producer for whatever reason. It's trying so hard not to laugh. Uh, you're going to have to deal with that, brother. Um, hey, Adam, we got, any, uh, we got any questions from the fans? We got some we questions? We do have some questions from the fans. What do we? Uh, Let me pull those up. I'm really. Uh, I'm telling you, Adam is killing it lately with this. Uh, he is. These these uh, social media. He public, is. You know, you know, he's been on. He's been on the uh, the Twitters. Yep. In the Instagrams, we actually we even started getting some responses from that producer or no from former producer Ted. Oh yeah. Did you not see that? I don't look at. Ted that. responded to some stuff. Nice. You got, I think you even commented on it. You son of a bitch. What did I say? I don't know. You were like, hey. Good for you. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think uh, someone had su- someone had suggested who they want to book, and Ted jumped in and said the Hogsman. Oh, nice. And Mike is healthy or something. Oh, I think nice. that's what Mike responded there to. There we go. Oh, nice. Thanks, See, Ted. Right. Yeah, thanks, Ted. Ted. Ted likes the show. I talked to him recently. Did I tell you that? No, no, no. I talked to him not too long ago. Uh, maybe two weeks ago. We had like a good, I don't know, over text, but it was like probably a two-hour conversation just checking on each other. He's, he's killing it. I mean, he's doing some like big podcast we know he was doing yeah. the, Nash, the nat geo podcast with um who was on there he was doing the thing with matt penfield and like a uh a jeff goldblum and jeff, the like jeff goldblum one he got renewed for like another season and stuff so uh, he's, he's kicking ass he's, he's getting paid that's the problem we didn't have that cash adam don't think you're getting fucking paid anything i never think i do okay all right uh so this is gonna be a tough one because you're gonna have to be nice to each other oh god so this is gonna be tough for Devin. Uh, Rick Ellis eighty eight on Twitter, Who's former that? tag team partner of Devin Sparks, oh, former uh, Mike's about to get arrogant bastard. Cool okay. to have your ex chimed uh, in. <laughs> by the way, so he's interested in being on the show at some point. If any, you two are interested. Oh, you wait your turn, Ellis. Okay. Uh, he asks two questions. Uh, the first one: What do you admire most about the other? Okay, so number one, this is the newlywed game now, where we have to be nice to each other and shit. Okay, is that what we're doing? I am. No, I mean no, but you can. What, I'm sure most. you have something you admire about Mike and what do I admire about Dev? Uh, Dev's promo abilities is very. Uh, he's he's got great promo skills, and this is coming from like we'll talk before a match or before you know we go out there in front of a crowd, 
and Devin will be like, yeah, I'll do a promo and all that kind of stuff. And then Dev will just knock out like a promo where I'm like, how the fuck did you think of that so quickly, man? <laughs> like he knocks it out on the fly. Uh, so that's one thing I, I wish I could I could do. Uh, I wish I had the promo skills that that Devin had. Plus Dev, uh, I don't know. Ever since Dev and I started riding with each other out to Arizona, um, we just click. Like yeah. we're kind of on the same level as far as personality wise, and I think we kind of offset each other maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. You got the beard. I can't grow anything on the side. I just have the mustache. What's yeah. your mustache? You'd have a fine mustache, too, it, if you didn't. It's you, a mighty mustache you got. Thank you. I Actually, I was going to tell you. I don't know if you realize this. I lost about three inches. I'm less of a man than I was last time I was here. I cut a fucking inch and a half off each side. I was sick of oh, it. Oh, you did? Oh, I was sick of it. It's quarantine, right? Mm-hmm. But it's still, basically, in California, for the most part, you can't do shit. We're especially not wrestling. I'm like, what am I doing with an inch and a half on each side of my face here? This is ridiculous. Anyway, so is that what you admire most on Mike? Is his facial hair? No, 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 not at all. If we're being nice to each other and whatnot. Um, so there's a couple things actually. Mike's commitment to training, like Mike trains all the time. Mike's always in training, and we talked about this before. Uh, before I came here, is like, dude, when quarantine started, especially in California, again, I realized that across the country and in other countries, their version of what a COVID world looks like is completely different than California for some fucking reason. Like ours is just super strict. Mm-hmm. Um, but when training opened up, like Mike was like, oh, I'm there. I'm there. He's training. And I'm like, dude, there's no shows. I understand staying sharp. I understand um, staying limber. I understand, you know, not getting rusty, but fucking... You know, if you're sharing the ring with five, ten guys over the course of a week or two weeks or whatever, you, I mean, that's a, you know, you could risk getting COVID. And if you have someone in your family who's at risk, like I am, it's just not a risk that I'm willing to take. But Mike has been consistently at training for as long as I can remember since I've known Mike at SoCal Pro, at uh, at Level Up. He's always training. He's always going. He's he's gone to uh, New Japan. He's trained with New Japan. He's trained with. Uh, I wouldn't say trained with. I say a tryout. Oh, a try, but it's still a, it's a form of training. You try out out at at New Japan. You try it out at Evolve. Right, evolve. No, when did evolve? You yeah. did, did. You didn't do Ring of Honor. No, no. But you, you're always sticking. Your, and the other thing is, you're fearless because when it comes to doing shit, and there's a group of people who are like, "Who wants to go first? Mike's like, "I'll do it." Yeah, yeah I'll do it. We did a we did a promo uh, seminar with uh, uh, Jimmy Jacobs, and Mike just admitted right here. He's like, he's like, yeah, you know, like Devin's promos, right? I like his promos. For me, right? For myself, if it was something that I felt like there was someone in the room that was better than me at that particular thing I'm like ah, I'm gonna sit back I'm gonna watch them go I wanna see how they do it I'm curious like that for me it's like a curiosity thing like oh I wanna see what they do this is interesting like okay they put on the spot what do you got but when we did the Jimmy Jacobs uh, seminar he's like alright who wants to go first Mike's like ah, I'll do it and set up and cut his promo it's like for me he's, you know he's got that fearlessness that I don't know. I, uh, it, it depends. It's not. I, I guess I'm not fearless when it comes to stuff. There's certain things. If I'm a pro at it, I'm like, I'll fucking do it. Uh, but for the most part, I'm like, I kind of want to see what other people are made of. You want to. You want to scout the competition. I want to scout the competition. But yeah. Mike, every time, every time for for whether it's he's getting extra work for the WWE. Hey, who wants to go first? Mike, I'll do it. Uh, whether it's a promo, I'll do it. Whether it's training, uh, I'll work with him. So that's what I got. You also always vastly underrate your ability at things. You're way more talented at stuff than you give yourself credit for. Promo-wise, you could have gone first, and you could have been just as good as anyone at that thing. Oh, but I, you were you, you. I don't know. For the promo, yeah, for the promo thing, and here was my thing for that: is uh, I wanted to see what he was going to do with, with Jimmy in particular. Yeah. Jimmy, and by the way, he changed his name on Twitter. It's not Jimmy Jacobs anymore. It's, it's something. His real name. It's his real name. Oh, okay. I was I saw something the other day. Chris Chris Scoville, right? Yeah, I saw a response and it was like 
it was his picture. I'm like, is this a, is this like one of those like Mark accounts where they like pretend to be that person? And it was him. I'm like, oh, he's sh- not really a wrestler anymore. He works as like a backstage guy in Impact. So right, right, right. But it still says Jimmy Jacobs is. His... A- anyway, that 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 uh that promo seminar. Yeah. Right. Was one of the. Rarely, you get a lot of wrestling seminars, right? And it's more about like the in-ring kind of stuff, right. you know. And that was basically promo. We didn't do, sh- we didn't take any bumps, yeah. we didn't take any fucking roles, no nothing like that. It was all promo and character. And I'll tell you, man, Jimmy Jacobs broke it down so simple, like to, to so, so simple yeah. about promos. Yeah. Because you know, you go to you go to a lot of these wrestling schools, and it's like that old school. Tell them where the lo- the venue is. Tell them the date. Right. Put over your opponent. Um you know like that kind of stuff like these these kind of basic rules that you got to follow and jimmy broke it down like to so like simple what's the problem in front of you how are you going to solve it like that was kind of like right. what he said about the promos like explain what the problem is and tell him what you're going to do to to solve this right. problem that's the promo and i was like man that seems a lot easier yeah i don't know why but it seems like it's a lot easier and by the way how many critiques did Jimmy Jacobs have for Devin's promo, Mike? Oh, not one. He, not uh, one. <laughs> I, I put that over before, too. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Jacobs was, like, blown away by the character, the promo. Uh, and I, I've said it before, man. Devin can cut a promo, man. And, and that's that, that should be Devin's thing. Whenever he steps foot inside the ring, the first thing that should probably happen is put a microphone in his hand, and then we'll go from there, you know? You know, <clears throat> one, of, one of the best... Uh, <clears throat> one of the best compliments I ever got was not to my face. It was something that I heard after the fact from a promoter. Um, and this was a this was a promoter that had uh, Nigel McGinnis there, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> we we're doing promos. Actually, no, this was fucking. I think this is this one is fine to talk about. I think this was Holly. This was Hollywood, and uh, Nigel McGinnis was there, and he was. I think this at the time he wasn't with the WWE, but. Uh, I had, we were doing shooting our promos before the show, um, and I did my promos. And this, I think this was, I think this was actually the debut of the American Kaiju character, or if not, this was very early on. And I was told afterwards, like, holy fuck, like, dude, this guy's got it. Like, mm-hmm. this guy can do it. Like, if, with that character, with that character, he doesn't need to do anything. That character's so good. So, like that for me, that was like one of the the best compliments I received that was like a through a third party mm-hmm. I was like oh shit I didn't know he was here could you have introduced me to him <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean like, it was one of those things but uh, <clears throat> yeah for whatever reason like the American Kaiju character like I think I told you before or at least I told our promo classes like dude that came out of a place of almost desperation like yeah. came back from Japan had a bunch of tag matches planned out with, with Ellis he got hurt couldn't do it I'm like okay uh, I'm on my own. I don't want to be just Devin Sparkskin. I just went to Japan. What the fuck can I do with Japan? Oh, I'm so over that I ditched my tag partner. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, I'm not Devin Sparks. I'm the American Kaiju. I fucking made Japan. I'm so huge over there. God damn, son. <laughs> like, yeah. If you could get the footage, which you can't because it sells for too much, like, you would see why I'm so over. <laughs> and that was kind of, like, where the where the character was born. But uh, I remember, so that was right when you and I and, like, uh, it was a Duke, and we're driving up to the championship. Duke right? and maybe Julius or Idol or something like that. Yeah, or and maybe uh, Danny, maybe Limelight. Um, and uh, I was like, I was telling a certain promoter in San Diego, I'm like, listen, you got to get Devin back on these shows because his character is awesome. Like he's killing it. And I remember this promoter being like, I don't know, I don't think the fans will really get it. I'm like, 
what do you mean like they're not going to get it like this is a very easy character to understand you know and it was just so frustrating because I'm like how like I don't know why but like because and you're not the only person like I would see I would see another wrestler just just destroy the crowd you know like light the place on fire and I'd be like you got to get this person down here with this with this character and they would just, and it would just be like, oh, I don't know, I don't think it'll like really work. And I'm like, it will work. I know the yeah. crowd that that you have. Did you see Devin sell air? I saw him <laughs> sell, sell air to five unfortunate kids. Those poor unfortunate souls. What else you got, Adam? Well, this is part two of Rick Ellis's question. Uh, what are you doing individually and collectively since the shutdown to improve yourself for when things go back to quote unquote normal? Uh, collectively, we're doing a podcast. That's it. That's right. And this this podcast was a brainchild of uh, of Mike Camden. Uh, Mike said, "Hey, you know what we should do? We should catalog uh, our time on the road together, our matches. We should use it as a promotional tour. Let's get ourselves get ourselves over, get our uh, fellow wrestlers over. Let's find out a way that we can promote. Use this as a promotional tool tool and." Just hey, this is us. You know, at some point, uh, wrestling ends for a lot of people, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, well, everyone, unless you're Ric Flair or The Undertaker, I guess you go until you're 75. But wrestling, you know, at some point, wrestling ends. Like we got to figure something out. So this was this was a lot of this came from Mike. Um, from let's talk about our shows. Let's talk about what happened last show. Let's talk about the ride on the way to the show. Let's talk about interesting things, uh, things that we noted. And it, it was you know I <laughs> I preferred it a lot more. <laughs> You know, before everything <laughs> shut down, because was, there was new stuff that was so easy. Like, holy fuck, this a fight broke out of the show, which we didn't even talk about until a couple weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, you know, that's what we're doing collectively, uh, individually. It's just, for me, it was, uh, I know you're still training, and that's what I just put over, is Mike was still training his ass off until he hurt his leg. Um, but for me, it was just, I went back to watching old school wrestling. I mean, something I hadn't done in a while. I used to study tape all the time. Um, I went back to watching old school wrestling, like shit that I wasn't familiar with. Not stuff that, not like your comfort zone where it's like, oh, that's that southern cooking. Like, oh, you come home, you're like, oh, that's the good shit. It was like, <laughs> it was like, oh man, like, I wonder what Hogan was doing before he was Hogan. Like, I want to see what he did. Like, how did he get the crowd? Like, at what point did he figure it out? It was kind of cool because you could kind of watch the evolution of like, oh, Hogan doesn't have it yet, Hogan doesn't have it yet, Hogan doesn't have it yet, and you see one match, and you're like, oh, shit, he put it together. And then he has the crowd on his side, and like that was kind of the stuff that I liked. It was just, you know, for me, again, I prefer the the promo stuff. I prefer the character stuff. I think that's the next evolution of wrestling. I think mm-hmm. wrestling has evolved so much. I mean, you had the Attitude Era, which was kind of like a free-for-all, right? It was a free-for-all, which was everything is chaos should we plan shit let's plan the finish let's plan this falsy let's go to the crowd let's work the crowd let's run throughout the crowd right let's go take it up the ramp and that's all you ever saw in the attitude era was taking it up the ramp and into the crowd and like did they probably never even plan anything in that match other than their entrance but uh like for me you know now that stuff is so fast paced and everything is a spot i you can't possibly get more like you can't do more of that yeah like we have done as much spot as we can yeah um we've done so many sequence every sequence is you know you're gonna you're not gonna figure out every sequence right that's impossible to do that but there's so many sequences out there people can do such incredible shit the athleticism is you know phenomenal it's like shit that's it's Cirque du Soleil out there but with a wrestling ring it's phenomenal um but what's next right you had the comments from randy uh orton 
about, you know, like, hey, this is why I've been doing this for 20 years, mm-hmm. and your guys' career will be over in five years. Like, mm-hmm. you guys are doing crazy shit, but good for you. Like, learn how to work. Learn how to sell. And there, I saw a GIF online recently. I think it was whatever the last pay-per-view was where Randy Orton was selling some move. And by the way, these these things probably only show up in my timeline because you assholes like it or retweet it. But um, <laughs> you're talking about the ambulance spot. Yeah, the ambulance yeah. spot where he spits out the right. Yeah, exactly. And it was like I was like, huh? Yeah, that's fucking legit. And it's like I was telling you, like, I don't know if we said this on the podcast, but my next iteration of myself is I want to go back to something that I've never done. Like I like selling, but when I sell. It's, you know, you get kicked in the gut. Ooh, sell that gut. Ooh, you know, show your face to the crowd so they see it. Dude, the next iteration of my selling when I get back to wrestling, when shows open up, is going to be kick to the gut, turn around and stumble through the middle rope to the outside. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? The stuff that Mr. Perfect made popular. The stuff that made Mr. Perfect a great worker. The stuff that made Shawn Michaels a great worker. Like, you watch him sell some shit, you're like, Jesus, that's fucking stupid. Or like, holy God, that's that's so comical. But yeah, but... Did he make the other guy look like a million bucks? Fuck yeah, he did. And was it entertaining? And was it entertaining? You know what's funny is uh, you speaking of that perfect sell. Like when he takes the turnbuckle, right? Yeah. He, he jumps on the lower uh, uh, rope and, and springboards himself and off. And does the front flip. So Avalon did that on AEW. Oh, good. I don't know if you guys saw that, but uh, I think it was like on a dark match, right? The AEW dark. And he did that. Unfortunately, this is the thing that sucked. And also, I think you guys might notice this. Whenever you saw Kurt, Hang- uh, Kurt Henning do that, that springboard spot from the from the turnbuckle the the cameraman always shot from the second rope up right so you never saw him springboard off the the first uh, rope okay so you didn't really understand like holy shit how do you get so much fucking air right at least as a kid like you didn't like i didn't realize that of course nowadays i do understand that but i saw avalon do that and unfortunately they didn't they didn't do that they didn't use the camera shot that hid that he sprung, that he springboards off the the first ro- the the bottom rope, and I was like, damn, like that's something that like the producer needs to know in the back, right? You know, to be like, hey, you gotta hide the, that, you gotta hide this because that's why that was so great for Mister Perfect is because they used magic, right? They used the illusion of him getting his his head getting rammed into the turnbuckle so hard that it sprung him back, you know, three feet and five he did a flip exactly. Um, so I think that's something that, like, uh, you know, we got to get back to like the uh, there, the illusions, the the magic, right? There's some good, yeah. I mean, there's some. Really, I mean, that one is specific to Mr. Perfect, right? There's also the one where he would hold the rope and you'd kick the leg out from under him yep. and do a backflip. I mean, that's so specific to Kurt Henning. But there was one that I think is goes so underrated, and I used to do this all the time. I stole this for a couple of years. I'll probably do it when we come back. Um, was uh, Christian would you used to do this thing where you'd grab him by the hair? And you would swing him like a hair whip, yeah. right? He would land, and at the same time, when he would hit, so you'd swing him to the left. And when he would bump, he would push back. When he would land, he'd push back, and he would nut himself on the turnbuckle. Uh-huh, so it uh-huh. looked like it was all momentum. I did that for the longest time when I had long hair. Um, but, like, dude, for me, like, that's another one of those things where it's like, it's such a smooth motion that unless you're looking for it, yeah, you're not going to see it. But it's one of those things that, it, you know... Even if you're not smartened up in wrestling, it happens so many times to just that guy. You're like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Like, <laughs> How does this that, guy's always hitting his dick. <laughs> but, I mean, that's one of those other ones where it just to me, I'm like, God, that's so incredible. Yeah. Um, and I, Actually, I, what you're talking about with, like, the spot-heavy right. matches lately, I, wa- I want to get back to that real quick. 
Uh, Rick, to answer your question, what have I been doing? Uh, I, I kept training. I'd go to a personal trainer twice a week. I'd go to a boxing instructor once a week. I would go training. And then I fucked my leg up. <laughs> and uh, and now I'm in rehab. Uh, but so I, I, I tweeted this last night about the Finn Balor and Kyle O'Reilly match. Have you, Adam, did you get a chance to Yes, I did. Fan Good. fucking I love Kyle O'Reilly. Tastic. He's one of my favorite in-ring workers right now. Did you see right it now. at all, Dev? I didn't say it yet. Go watch it, please. I'll watch this, it tonight. This is uh, my neighbor. Um, I saw me like yesterday, and he goes, "Hey, did you watch the the Finn Balor uh, Kyle O'Reilly match?" I'm like, "No, I haven't gotten a chance." He goes, "You got to watch it." And I'm like, your, friend, All right, cool. "Your neighbor's a fan." Yeah, big fan. And um, my wife was gone. I think she went to a spin class at like 6:45. So I was like, I went straight to the match and I watched the whole fucking thing. It is one of the best matches. Now, will it ever? Will it ever? Uh, main event WrestleMania. Probably not. Probably not. I think it's more for like the hardcore wrestling wrestling fans. But it's still it's a fantastic match. It's a good uh, let, let's say like an IC match, right? Yeah. Like if if you had a, a intercontinental intercontinental championship match going on at WrestleMania, this is what you would want. I'm pretty sure I don't really remember, and you might remember this more, but I don't think they ever left the ring. No, they left it once at Just the once? very end. Yeah. And they only went to the top row. That's a skill in twice. its own to, to, to do a match and not ever leave the ring. Yes, yes. So do you leave the ring a lot in your matches? I, I If I feel like it, yeah. But a lot of people do it nowadays. I'm talking about, I'm talking about in general wrestling. Okay. Like, a lot of people do people it. People make big guess, deals when you have a match where you don't leave the ring. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, I guess I do that frequently. Watch this match. They barely run the ropes. Okay. Um... But anyways, yeah, they, they only do two top rope spots, and it's one is with the coup de gras, and one is when uh, O'Reilly drops uh, uh, the knee off okay, the top. Yeah. But this match is not spot-heavy at all. Okay. I think there's barely anywhere where I can identify, like, that was a spot. That was a spot. This is all, like, pure wrestling. There's not even very many slams. I don't know if you noticed that there's either. There's one, I think he did the regal plex, and that was the only really move I remember there's from the match. very limited, like, heavy slams wow um it's fantastic though and going back to what you said i love this match because it was not spot heavy right and i'm starting to notice that i feel like the the like we talked about the pendulum with from east coast to west coast wrestling right i feel like the pendulum starting to swing again where people want to get away from the heavily choreographed matches right i feel like we're on the verge of people being like listen it's it's great that you're athletic enough to do backflips and, and all this kind of stuff, but you're taking away from what a wrestling match is supposed to be. It's supposed to be a fight, right? A real, a real, you know, competition. Um, like to me, if I wa- if I turn on a match and the first thing, the first thing I see is them go straight into a spot, I'm, I'm out. I can't watch it. I'm lost. And I also noticed this with, so Will Ospreay, recently had a, uh, a little uh, clip of a match he recently did with a, one of the Japanese wrestlers. It's a heavy flip spot, right? Where everybody's countering mm, yeah, and, and round-offing. And I saw a lot of negative comments about it. And I'm wondering if the pendulum's starting to swing again to where they want more of the hard-hitting... Well, well, the, I think the thing is also people are very much out on Osprey right now. It's because because yeah. of, it's Some because shit he of, did, I don't know the full thing, so I don't really want to talk about it because I don't... Maybe you know more than I, but... I think it has something to do with him, like... Um, they got some girl blackballed because she got... Yeah. Well, okay. Sexually assaulted. Yeah. From one of, like... So, a guy yeah, that people are very anti-him right now, so I think adding into the way he... People already perceive him, and I've... 
I, I know some people that know him, and I've heard some things about him. Oh, really? So, look, um, look, the spots are here to stay. I mean, they are, but 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 what you're saying is, you know, what you're saying about the, the match in particular it reminds me of the reaction that um, Orange Cassidy had with, uh, with Pac. When he finally uh, did stuff, where he I, finally did stuff, right? His he's all character, he's all gimmick, mm-hmm. and then you know even his matches, he does the little you know kicks or whatever and gets over hands in the pockets. But then he had the match with Pac, and it's like okay, now it's time to turn it up, yeah, and mm-hmm. turn it up and could fucking go. And That's what he did. Holy shit, this match is insane! And it's like I, I think you know it's the spots. I think previously, super spots were used to turn shit up right mm-hmm. originally it's like oh my god they can go they're look what they're doing and i think when you can see a match like the orange cast who was it who was that again that's pot yeah uh with Pac, where because he did it he wrestled uh jericho as well he wrestled jericho three times right, right so. okay um but the one with Pac in particular where it was like you're not expecting it and then it happens it's like oh shit like now okay and it brings that like that next level to the match whereas like you said if you watch a match now and it goes straight into a spot you're like okay i'm yeah why yeah and it's also like the the visual when it comes to it like a certain move where it's like they're visually in cooperation like they're helping balance uh, each other out yeah. all that kind of stuff i feel like people are starting to get smart to that and kind of just be like i i, I can't do this anymore like you need i i need to 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 lose myself in this match right i need to believe what's going on in the ring is real so i feel like i feel like the pendulum's starting to swing again on that uh, to where they want more of the heavy hitting, the realism, maybe in the moment kind of a, kind of a, right. a feel where, hey, let's go out there. And yeah, here's the finish. Here's a few spots that we can, we can, we can jump in there. But we got to go out there and feel this crowd out and we got to actually make it look like we are trying to like that's kind of what started happening in like the late 2000s like with davy richards and those guys those guys started to come in they were the hard-hitting guys but then it swung back to the the high flyers and stuff i think uh-huh. maybe it's starting to come back so where i am with this and in this this is what sucks is when we we're all doing training non-stop again you continue to train i've got i've got some people in my family that are uh, you know, very sensitive to going through cancer treatment and whatnot. Mm-hmm. You can't, you can't potentially get them infected with COVID. But um, you know, I, I took my foot off the the gas. But what I wanted to do when we got back into this was more mat wrestling. Like get into the mat wrestling, get into the actual work with each other, get into the hold to hold. Um, because that I think again is what is not only going to extend your career, but fuck, I mean, how old are you? I am 38. 38. Moonsaults, moonsaults off the top rope to the outside are going to be few and far between. Oh, yeah. From this point forward. I've um, only done four total in my career. I've one, never done one, one. One very unsuccessful. Yeah, one was very unsuccessful. Um, <laughs> you know, but I, I won't be doing that anytime soon. But it's also like, again, when you said earlier, uh, Adam, you were like, dude, you don't understand. I mean, I think you're a lot better at certain things than you realize. I consider myself... My personally, outside of the uh, the character aspect, a very boring wrestler. Like I don't think that any like, especially with what's going on nowadays, I don't think people are like. Well, that's but that's that's a perception mm-hmm. from in different individuals. Like people, people, some people consider Randy Orton boring. Right. That's not me. Right. I don't per- consider him boring. I don't consider you boring. I've seen you at matches. Yeah. Where you go. Yeah. And you have to go. Right. But you, you're, like you said, your character, you don't have to go. Right. I mean, for my character, like for me, I'm like, there's there's no point in doing that. Would my character do this? 
No, my character wouldn't fucking do it. My character would sidestep you and you'd go to the outside on your own and then he would taunt and go out there and try to kick you but would get thrown in the ring. You know what I mean? Like, that's mm-hmm. how I feel about that kind of stuff. But um, for me, it's, it's, it's one of those things where, like, I, I would have preferred this whole time to be doing hold to holds and ring work and learning how to wrestle. And that's my one biggest complaint about myself, you know, going through high school even. Uh, I didn't see any point in doing the amateur wrestling like collegiate style wrestling to me I was like ah uh, no I want to do the fake stuff <laughs> like, I don't want to do that don't fuck don't fuck around that with that real bullshit yeah I don't want that real shit I'm not trying to get my ears all fucked up <laughs> you know what I mean like so uh, but that's one thing that I wanted to do and it's so weird like they say um, you know the best way to get better at something is not only practice from it but when you sleep and you dream right like your body goes through the motions as well the same price whether it's you know whether you're whether you're hitting a heavy bag and you're trying out different combinations when you sleep maybe you have a dream about it your body hits those combinations and next time you hit it you're faster at it mm-hmm. or you're more accurate and it's the same thing with wrestling like you know doing some stuff i feel like such an asshole and such an idiot but like i'll be in an empty room at my house and i'm working a pillow <laughs> you know what i mean or like or about pretending to work a pillow or like oh how would this comment or how would this look how would this hold the whole interaction go you know you watch something on uh on the network and then you're like hmm that's interesting but what if they did this you do that stuff and then you have these dreams and you do it and you wake up you're like i'm fucking kurt angle basically <laughs> like my body processed the information i already know what i'm doing now get me back in the ring i'm ready to go <laughs> yeah man so i yeah and, and you're correct like I, I was actually just telling this past Thursday. Uh, I was talking to the to the kids, um, the new wrestlers, and uh, I was like, "It's a marathon, not a sprint. Right. If you guys really want to make a career out of this, you got to learn how to do this 250 nights a year, right? If you're lucky, because you know it used to be what 300 over 300 people, or not uh, over 300 nights. You know, yeah. the, the, the old school oh, yeah. wrestlers were were working oh, yeah. their asses off here." Or nowadays, maybe what two fifty, right? Two hundred fifty nights or right. two hundred fifty matches over a, the course of a year. So you gotta you indie gotta, workers lucky if they get a hundred. Yeah, you gotta preserve your body and make sure you're ready for it. And actually, it's it's kind of crazy, man. Like, did you guys see that sh- that that spot the 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 fall that Shotzi Shotzi took on the the apron from NXT the other Where night? She landed on the back of her head. Yeah. Yeah. No. And it's like. She, so, I, I, what were they going for? Like a they were doing Rana? the Brian Kendrick's move, the sliced bread. The sliced bread, basically, it looked like, and she landed on her back of her head. I on think, the apron. I'm sorry, I remember saying on it. the apron. So I'm thinking, and I was telling the, the students, this is a girl who who's been trying to get signed to WWE, right? She finally gets there, and now you're going to put your career in jeopardy by taking an unnecessary fall like that. Like that, you, you got to learn how to how to work better than that. Because you are going, you're trying to get to the dance. You're trying to get to the to the main to the main wrestling promotion in the in the world, and then when you get there, you're gonna risk taking a bullshit fucking bump and injuring yourself really badly for something that people won't even remember. And the thing is, you gotta learn when to say no. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I, I say no all the fucking time, all the time to the point where I feel bad. And I, I'm not like trying to shit all over a match. I'm not trying to like be like i don't want to do i don't want to take any of your shit but like you know recently in uh february i fucked up my tailbone mm-hmm. and i was like uh can you take this this and this i'm like nope They're yeah like, well what can you take i'm like i don't know i told you before we got here that my tailbone was fucked up so why don't we work around that you know what i mean and, and it's yeah. the same thing where it's like hey do you want to take this 
sliced bread on the apron? Not really. Like, <laughs> okay, well, can you take it? Like, no. Do you want to figure something else out? I guess. Like, no one's going to go to the office or in, in an indie company and be like, dude, they wouldn't take a sliced bread on the apron. Like, fuck that guy. Yeah. Or fuck that girl. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, okay, yeah. <laughs> like, I've had someone tell me before, like, oh, I've got heat with that guy. He wouldn't take this move. And there, I'm like, I wouldn't take that shit. <laughs> well, here, here, here's the thing, Stupid. right? And I remember, uh, I remember Honky uh, told me this. I'm not gonna say the exact what he he was talking about like you know like shake rattle and rolling. Well, you know if if I break my neck, what's the guy gonna say? Oh, sorry about that. I gotta go live my life. Right. Up with yours. Right. But that's the thing, man. This is my body. Your body's your body. This is what we got. You only got one, right? And if I get hurt, I'm fucked. Right. Whereas if you're the person that gave it to me, and 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 said, oh, sorry, I fucked up. Right. You know that didn't go as planned, and but you walked out okay. You're going to go live your life. I have – now I have, what, medical bills? I might have to lose work. Who fucking knows, And for man? wrestling on the indies, that's it's not It's not a... fucking worth it. And if anybody ever has a problem with somebody saying, like, oh, he wouldn't take this move, hey, man, sorry, bro, but, like, that person has to look out for themselves. And if it was something absolutely ridiculous, they should understand, like, yeah, man, that was probably, like, unsafe. You know, if they refuse to take a body slam, it's like, come on, man, it's a body slam. But – if it's unsafe, unless it's from a shooter like Mike, yeah, exactly. But you know, it's just there, you have to, you do have to learn to say, you know what, I can't do that. I can't do that. It's, it, it, it's, it's. I don't think it's very safe. I think the most dangerous thing that I do is I'll do a sidewalk slam on the apron, like like that. Mm-hmm. Like when I well, when I'll ask, well, uh, two. There's two moves that I'll do fre- that I've done frequently. Is I'll do a belly to belly from the second rope if someone does you know shit from the top rope i'm like how would i counter that hit <laughs> 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 you with the belly to belly what do you think about that and then can i hit it later no you cannot <laughs> <laughs> um i'll move but uh there's that and then i'll hit uh uh sidewalk slam on the apron where we'll be on you know we'll be we'll both be on one side of, on, on the outside of the ropes on the same side of the ring opposite corners they charge me i charge them they try to hit something i pick them up and i hit them with a sidewalk slam on the apron and I always feel bad even asking for that. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, how can we set up this move on the outside? I'm like, I could do this. And they're like, oh, okay, yeah, let's do that. And every time I go, I could do this, I go, ugh, <laughs> I wouldn't take that. <laughs> yeah, man. It's just it's one of those things where it's like you got to preserve, preserve yourself and understand like, hey, man, tonight's not the night. You know, maybe the payoff's not big enough. The the I don't know. This is what's funny, though. It, you say all this stuff and, like, let's be honest. If you were in Japan – and you were in New Japan, and you had, like, Kota Ibushi. He's like, oh, I want to do this. You'd be like, all right, that sounds sick. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. It depends. I don't know. It depends. You, you've you been in that situation, and somehow you got fire, uh, You got uh, Roman candles fired at your asshole. See, I was just trying to put myself over. That's why I did that. Thanks, yeah. man. <laughs> what else we got? What else? We still got questions, right? Oh, we got two more questions. Uh, oh, shit. Good. <clears throat> what do you all think about the aid? Oh, sorry, this is from the underscore real underscore mixed mutt. Nice, the mixed month. What do you all think about the AEW dog collar match that is going to take place? Would either of you do something like that? One, I don't know about the match. It's Cody and uh, Brody Lee. Uh, I, I okay. It's yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't. I haven't watched AEW enough to to know what the whole storyline behind it is. Uh, dog collar match, sure, I would do it, but I, I wouldn't be like. Are they connected at the neck? I think I think this one's going to be the neck, yeah. So it's like a it's like a the one where they are attached to the wrist, but this is going to be by the neck. 
Yeah, I'm yeah. fine with that. Is that a strap match if it's attached to the wrist? Well, there's a. I mean, there's a strap match like yeah. that, and there's also they, they, a strap they add whatever uh, nationality the person is, whether the Caribbean strap match or <laughs> yeah, yeah, Texas yeah, yeah. strap match oh, or whatever. Uh, would I do a dog collar match? I'm sure I would. Would I enjoy it? Probably not. I, I I'm not a big fan of like those kind of gimmick matches. Uh, I'm but fine. I mean, if it, if it's if it's a blow off or something like that, if it means something, good, yeah, sure. I'm fine with it. it's it's a shitty gimmick to me. Yeah. Like I don't see anything interesting about it. Um I'm trying to think of a situation where it would be not good. I don't even know how many I've done like a la I've done ladder matches. Which is still to me I want I don't want to do a ladder match. Ladder match taking bumps on ladders actually ain't that bad. No, I know. I've you had some really good ladder matches that I've liked there in person. But for me, I'm like I've always wanted to like be in a ladder match. I'm like, oh, that'd be sick. Actually, cage match is my favorite. That's one I haven't been in. But for a ladder match, I'm like, eh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like I could do without it. Yeah. But uh, but a collar match, it's kind of a boring stipulation to me. Um, it's a reason to bleed. Yeah, yeah, it's a reason. Most to, of those matches, I guarantee both those guys are going to bleed because it's a really old school match, right? It's it's yeah. probably, it's a match his dad would have done. Isn't it? Yeah. A, it's a it's a dusty match, right? That's, that's I'm I'm, pro- I'm assuming that was a match Dusty did a lot. I think that's like his like signature match yeah. back in the day. Yeah, it's fine. It's I wish I had a better answer. It's a bore. It's boring to me. So, Anyways, what else we got? Uh, we got actually we got one. This one more question from Twisted One Nine Eight Three, who is Matt. Twisted. Twisted. Shawn Michaels and Undertaker Hell in the Cell or Mankind and Undertaker Hell in the Cell? Uh, Mankind. Yeah, Undertaker. Mankind all day. I mean, this is not even a real question. I know you like the, I know you like the Shawn and in, in, uh, Taker match. Actually, I bet your favorite is probably Boss Man and Taker in Hell in a Cell. Is that where you got hung? That's where you got hung. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a four-minute match where you got hung. It's, it's an interesting question because one match was the Sean and Taker match had a lot more right. There was a lot psychology more in it, whereas right. the Mankind one was – it was basically a clusterfuck. Dude, the, the <laughs> Mankind-Taker match, I mean, I the problem is you have these embedded in your memory. And as a kid, I thought Mankind died. He would have if it was three years earlier in that ring. The that? ring, The ring they had in 95 was hard as a rock. Oh. So if he would have hit that ring – because if you watch old stuff like Taker ma- right. like perfect matches, the ring doesn't move. It's just right. It's like cement. Yeah, I mean, I, I remember I had a bunch of friends over. We did like a watch party for the pay per view. I probably had eight friends over, and I thought he fucking died. He got thrown over the side, and it was like the holy shit where it's no one says anything. And you go, <gasps> and then that's it. And I'm like, oh my god! And he's laying there, and I'm like. He kind of hit the table, but kind of hit the floor. And you're even worried about the people sitting at the table. Oh, Wasn't, it, wasn't yeah. it Jim Ross and JR at that, that table? Ah, it's probably the I'm Spanish. sure it was the Spanish table. Yeah, but, Spanish but table. I mean, when he hit and you go, oh, fuck. And they keep showing the replay over, and while he's down, too. Like, the he was just down. Yeah. He's just down, and the medical team's there. And he's just over and over again. And you're like, oh, my God. And then he fights his way back down the ramp. What are you doing? He goes back up the fucking cage. Stop it! Stop the man! That would not happen today. Right. Like, yeah. he would have taken that table bump, and that would have been it. Unless it was AEW, in which case they'd tell Matt to continue. I, I feel like... Uh, it's true. You know, the the Michaels-Taker uh, match, obviously, is incredible. But I feel like that Hell in a Cell with Taker and uh, Mankind, that put Mankind, like, on another level. Yeah. Where you know, so it's, it's almost like the three six Austin three sixteen promo where right. you go, that's the moment Austin went to the next level. I feel like that match 
put Mick Foley on the Absolutely, next level yeah. where that's when you started seeing like the crowd being like oh that's when you had the Foley is God yeah exactly uh, signs and shit and I'm pretty sure that like, he came out on Raw the next night <laughs> yeah, th- yeah and wrestled probably uh, yeah. uh, probably a 20 minute match yeah now that was then that was before cause the, even you know like I think they they basically sat him down and were like chill the fuck out like you almost died out there and then he went out what like a, a couple years later and did the did the I Quit match with The Rock. Uh, no, with yeah, with yeah. The Rock. Uh, uh, oh, where a, they had his hands tied and they were and it was the they kept rumble. hitting him with the chair. Yeah, and he took like what eighteen fucking shots to the head, and it was just like, and I think we've talked about it before, but you watch Beyond the Mat. This stuff hurts me so bad to hear about, like just to remember this yeah. shit. You watch Beyond the Mat and you see, you know, I remember watching it in person or not in person but on tv you're like holy shit he's getting you know bludgeoned to death and then you watch later on on beyond that movie beyond the mat and you start seeing the reaction of his wife and kids and you're just like oh this just took another like this just took a turn for the world like i remember watching this match and thinking it was incredible and now i'm watching it and like this is really fucking sad yeah but anyways that's my answer I, i would go uh uh mankind taker that yeah do you have another hell in a cell match that sticks out in my mind because in your mind because for me i don't have another i mean i can recall other hell in a cells but i'm like "Eh." as far as i'm concerned there should have never been another hell in the cell after mankind and taker like that's one of those things where it's just like yeah that that that's it was it was kind of like the uh the brett and sean iron man match i'm like okay yeah you're not gonna get any better than that and actually i now with the Hell in the Cell and they have like the platform right that like goes all the way to the cave I, I don't know I feel like the Hell in the Cells just aren't what they used to be they're just bigger now yeah they're I, bigger the cells are bigger the cells are bigger like the one that Shane jumped off and that's the only other one I could think of uh, but I was also there uh, but it was when Shane jumped off the Hell in a Cell at Mania oh yeah that's true. and I'm like that that was bigger that was a higher fall than what Mick fully took but in the Hell in a Cell. There was also an obvious airbag underneath yeah, that table. There was a, there was a pad but, on the. You know, it's just one table. of those things where it's like, you, you try and go bigger, but they're obviously thinking of safety. Yeah. And it's one of those things where it's just like, eh, you know, like, I, I don't know, I don't know. The the Hell in a Cell has been completely overdone. Like they're the, the Hell in a Cell pay per views in like oh, two weeks. Man. That's and I'm I think like, that's kind of when pay per views jump the shark is where they're like, hey, every match is gonna be a Hell in a Cell. Every match is gonna be a TLC. Yeah, and you're like, can we not yeah. do that? They're like every match is gonna be a. They've stopped Brock that, Brady but match. even so, like having two Hell in a Cell matches in one night is like, why are you doing that? I think I think for me, one of the matches I would love. One, well, there's two shows that would do me, you know such an honor to bring back like to me like if you would bring this back like you could restore some of my faith in the company i would love to see a really well done king of the ring tournament again mm-hmm. a one night pay-per-view crown the king of the ring it's pr- it would probably have to be for a vacant title that's at this point that's probably the only way they could salvage it to be mm-hmm. honest um but i want to see a one night king of the ring pay-per-view done really well with all main eventers you know what I mean? Not like, oh shit, and we got Crash Holly here too. Whoa, Crash lost in three seconds. What a surprise. Like, you know what I mean? Like, give me <laughs> give me all the heavy hitters, give me all the main eventers, one night pay-per-view for King of the Ring. And then also give me I want a Survivor series where it matters, because they're like, Oh, we got Raw versus SmackDown again. That's sick, right? Who cares about that? You're like, I care. No, you don't fucking care. No one gives a shit if Raw or SmackDown wins. I want a reason for these guys to be together. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like when you had the Mega Bucks and stuff like that. It's like, oh, that's sick. I don't know. I, I, I just, 
You look at today, right? Like, whatever. Oh, I just saw they're doing a Halloween Havoc for NXT, right? That's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it's just, just a name that they're using. I know. For, I love to, that shit, to, though. Just like I like... Pop a rating, brother. I like Great American Bash, and you know you know me. I like those old WCW pay-per-views. But, um, you know, like, I would love to see at an upcoming pay-per-view you got... Um, you know, if they did a Survivor Series with Ray and Dom, and then who did Dom just tag with the other night? Humberto Carrillo. Yes. Yeah. And, and then, I don't know. Something like you know, like something that makes sense. Something where you're like, oh shit, I have a reason to believe in this team. Not like it, we're, you care about us because we're Team Raw. Like yeah. has anyone been like, fuck SmackDown? I can watch SmackDown. Fuck yeah, all because they don't even yeah. care about their right. own brand. That's what I mean. People yeah. just show up on whatever so, show. So it doesn't matter. So for that, but I would love to see, you know, a real reason to be invested in a team where it wasn't put together last second. Like if it was like the Shield versus DX. I wish like, you were booking WWE. Because you, because I love one night tournaments. I don't know how you guys feel about ter- one night tournaments, but I, I the old school King of the Rings, I, that was like, like my favorite paper. Oh yeah, because it's just you have one story the whole night, and that's all. Yeah, it's good. Like, it's fun, and it, 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 it's one of those things like, oh, there wasn't any women's matches. You're like, well, I mean. <laughs> It wasn't for a women's title. Like, oh, it wasn't tag matches. You're like, okay, but you paid for this pay-per-view or you paid for the ticket knowing what it was. Yeah. You weren't coming here saying, I'm here because I love tag team wrestling. You were coming here knowing you weren't going to see fucking tag team wrestling tonight. Like, that was not in the cards. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Um, but I would love to see, yeah, man. King of the, give me King of the Ring. Give me Survivor Series. Cool, man. That's it for the... I actually the... have one more question. Oh, here it's we go. from MikeCamden82. What did I do? Who do I hate most in the Southern California area? Oh, yeah. That's This is a question from El Numero Uno, MikeCamden82, <laughs> to Andy, both of you. Andy Brown. Yeah, that's yeah, fuck Andy Brown. Total a-hole, according to total Mike on Twitter. A-hole. That's it. Thanks for the questions. Make sure to send them next week. When like, I subscribe, and rate. Well, do we have a new rating? We're Anyone? five stars always. <sighs> We're, you know. Yeah, we're killing it. We're all Devin Sparks matches. This is yeah. awesome. Uh, I think it's probably, you know, it's that, you know, that was a good show, man. I think we should probably take it home, right? Let's take it home. Let's go ahead and take it home. Uh, thank you for listening to this episode of the Hogsman Podcast. Hogscast, hashtag it. Hogscast. Uh, go ahead and um, listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and there's a whole bunch of other platforms that you can listen to us too. I just I can't think of what they are. Mike's been hitting the head too many times. Uh, thank you to Ten Barrel Brewing Pub Beer, Cheap Fun Beer. What's up? What's up? Uh, go ahead and uh, hashtag fuck Andy Brown. Fuck him. And now he's gonna be on AEW next week. You know that. I know, but I'm still gonna keep Damn up it. the uh, you know fuck him. Wonder he's gonna work attitude. At the level up show. What else is there? Uh, also, yes, again. So Friday, October thirtieth. Yeah, level up. Level up pro wrestling. Um, I can't remember what the what was it, the name of backlot backlot back boogie backlot boogie. Oh yeah, because it's on the thirtieth. Yes. So it's like boogie, like a ghost. Sure. Uh, starts at six p.m. MPA, you gonna be there? Am I needed? Sure. Yeah. Actually, I think we're gonna try and do it. Uh, we're gonna try and uh, talk to some people. Let's talk to Andy. Uh, let's talk to. Let's ask him how he feels about the fuck Andy Brown movement. And uh, anyways, Just block out his audio for the whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, Michael asked the questions and I'll answer. Yeah, uh, Andy said he's trash and uh, don't follow him <laughs> on it on social. But anyways, any, if you have any uh, questions about that show, go ahead and go to Facebook. There's a little like event page for it. Go to Level Up Showcase or Level Up Pro Wrestling. I'm sure you'll find it somewhere around there. Uh, oh, and also I forgot. Yeah, there's going to be uh, two debuts on that show. Ooh, who we got? Uh, Leo is going to debut. 
Oh, good. And for right here, I see it's the debut of Wild Thing, Leo Canado. 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 I don't know. Wild Thing. Uh, yeah. You make my heart sing. And then it's all he's he'll be going up against. I believe. Did he give him that self that or someone give him that? Uh, I have no idea. You really don't know. Let's not bury the kid before he debuts. I'm not burying him, dude. I think he's gonna do great. Jesus and uh, he's gonna, gonna be the debut of Fabrizio, aka oh, nice. Sexy Fab. Sexy Fab. You know he was supposed to wrestle someone else. I thought. I think they're wrestling each other. Are you sure? Yeah. Are you sure? I believe so. I think I know who Fab's wrestling. I don't think it's him. I could be wrong. I'm, don't hold me wrong. to this. But anyways, these two kids have been uh, training really hard lately, and, and they're putting in the work, and uh, it's good to see that they are going to – it's finally going to pay off, man. Getting their good, shot. Good for them. So, And then, uh, yes, uh, Saturday, October 31st, that's Halloween night. There will be a Canna Pro Wrestling show, and it's also going to be in the same location uh, behind the Level Up Pro Wrestling School. Uh, I don't have as much information about that show yet, but – you know, we got a couple weeks before that. And is there anything else, Dev? Go Padres. Go Pods. They're beating the Dodgers right now, one nothing in the top bottom of the fifth, and we'll see. They got they got some. They're about to lose it, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. And hey, Dev, if they want the tip, what do they got to do? Brother, they got to take the whole hog. Adios. No love.